Cause that's how you bruise them Girl with them pretty lips You make beautiful music Use your fingers now As you ring around And I fling about Till you bring it down We gon' work this out All of my head Is all in her head We're headed for bed She's getting real wet And kissing my one eye I'm Girl, snake, jump me In this hour clock figure Another swigger getting bigger Deliver the Mac and take a ring back We skipping the satin bathroom stall on the act She jawing, I'm all in the knack As I fantasize this out of my head I'm out of my head, I'm gone for dead To clothing and shed, we paint with red I'm from the Mackin point of view And I watch a flock of potties wearing bangs and bangles Bossing it like major figures My brother wish you were here where I'm at Crystal clear, kitty cat, pretty rap fans That left dance and clap cheeks to fat beats And acts weak, stack week to weekend Beginner freaks, the deep throat All in my head, that's all in her head She's headed for bed, she's kissing my one stroke Girl, snake, charm me Open up and let me out Play my flute and keep on your mind
of the creation. Padmasana. Sitting in vegan style. Classic meditation, sun salutations. Gumu Kasana. Cow face, knees aligned, hands clasped in the back from behind more. Bridge the gap between body and rap because it's all from the core. Shoulder candle upside down, feet arching over proud. From a simple shoulder stand into the plow, we really getting down. Bow and arrow pose, go in there you froze. Remain thorough with ebb and flow offered. Do the pose, Cobra, to keep up with your posture. Four limbs stick, chin, chest, knees roll out and chant. We boys call it the crab, cause I'm doing bird poses on my hands. Monkey bent forward, humbly in forward to explore it all. Just like the mountain breeze blowing, y'all we standing tall. Root core kundalini as I'm centering my energy and represent the magic card genies. Like the tree grows, increase the blood flow, free up the inner soul. Warrior knees, bent arms straight hold. Release the anger from a triangle, let the healing unfold. Slow, 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 slow. We need your hood, we need your hood, we need 
There's a request for the genies with the magic hearts. Magic hearts. We want that. What? We want that. What? We want that MHG. We want that MHG. Cardiac arrest the beat, but it just won't stop. Won't stop. We come to what? We come to what? We come to set you free. After my sentence was read I was sitting on the top of bed For the heist of artifact For the museum I must have killed him So simply stretching my legs Catching my head Fucking dead It never reflects
I feel like it's easier to transition when we're using the CD player, right? Because I always forget to turn yeah. this off. Always. Yeah. Well, I, I transitioned earlier from whatever it was playing to to gorillas because I did, couldn't stand it. I don't know what it was. It was horrible. But they they have some good stuff on here, but yeah. you really have to look for it. I feel like yeah. over there, there's like a couple. There's Blue Oyster Cult. There's right. The CD, CD collection is... is pretty amazing it has some weird stuff as well but um mm -hmm. but you can pick and choose so that's some you know, good stuff that's nice i, I think if this one was on random it would be better but yeah then, somebody uh -huh. just lets it play all around it's they just play whatever i kind of yeah. miss i was kind of missing my record collection too because it's still at my mom's house yeah i just haven't figured out the best way to transport it from it's really hard yeah, because I have, like, a bunch, like, at least, n not, like, a hundred, like, not as many CDs, but yeah. it's, like, I have maybe, like, 20 to 30, maybe closer to 30. <laughs> it is to feel like it's, be it's better to leave sensitive stuff like that. And uh, my brother has, home, like, a whole setup, like, he has a turntable, and then he has the speakers, and then he has... Oh, wow. He knows, like, how to do it, so I feel... Yeah, I do feel better leaving it there because I feel like if I try and take it with me on the airplane, something's going to happen to it. Right. Even if you drive it up, it's like, where are you going to put all that, you know? Yeah, like, in the trunk. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, where are you going to put all that at your house? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom asks me every time, when are you going to take this stuff out? I'm like, hmm, probably never. Yeah. <laughs> I think but it's I yours. Will. I will. Yeah, it's your property. It's your property, but I don't want you to get rid of it. <laughs> Some of it's worth something. I know the records are. I have cassette tapes. Those are probably worthless. Um, but well, the maybe they, they'll make a comeback just like records but did. But the records are probably worth, I don't know. Some of them are like stuff that I bought on eBay back in the day, but might be worth something now. eBay. I just used <laughs> eBay for the first time in years. Oh, really? Yeah, I used I to. I bought... Yeah, I bought like, some Korean lip gloss. It's supposed to like, oh. it makes like a film in your lips, mm -hmm. and then you peel it off, and it's supposed to live like a tint. Oh, interesting. I saw it on YouTube, and I was like, I want to try it. Cool. <laughs> it how much? Eight. How much is it? It was only like seven dollars. Oh, not bad. Ten with the shipping mm -hmm. from Korea, which is like, I thought it was gonna be more than that. That's a ways away from here. <laughs> I don't know when it's gonna be good. It's, I think it had like an expectancy delivery date of. Uh, October 31st. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, so they're going to take their time. Yeah, because it's coming in from Korea. So. You did the cheapest one possible. Three to four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too in a hurry to get this magical lip tint. Because they charge a lot for shipping. They do. I, it was only $3, though. Oh, okay. Well, Maybe, I, I think know. if you want to get it sooner, then they really charge you. Like, it's almost the same oh, yeah. price as yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, buying, yeah. right? No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But this is only, like, a $7 item. I don't think they even had the right to. I guess if you want it next day, like, they'll be like, yeah, we'll charge you, like, 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, like, $57 lipstick. Oh, my God. Yeah. But hopefully it, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'll let you know all about it. I think, yeah. I'm, I, think I bought the whole pack. Uh -huh. I thought I had only bought the red one, which is what I, the one I wanted. But... Mm -hmm. I read the details and it says eight colors and I was like, oh, I bought the whole thing and there's some really interesting colored, like purple and, and then yellow. lip gloss. Yeah, it's, it's like lip gloss, stick. but it makes a film. Uh -huh. And then you, after 10 minutes, you remove the film and then your lips are, uh, they're, it's like a tint. Uh, and like it a lasts stain. all day. Like, like a, a stain. Lip yeah. stain. Yeah. Lip yeah. Stain, yeah. 
Are those usually like a brush or like a pencil? This one is uh, a squeeze, like one of those squeeze like liquid ones, and it's like really thick. I saw people on YouTube using it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I want to try that. So I just, it's called Berry Sum. Berry Sum. I think most of our listenership just. Change the I know. I'm like, <laughs> I think they should sponsor our radio show. Yeah, that's true. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> and you can always send us money at mutinyradio.fm. I think send us all of your money. There's some updated things on there. We're doing. Apparently, we're doing another comedy fundraiser in March. So we have plenty of time to prepare. We have six for it. months. We established that <laughs> six months today. <laughs> But that sounds fun. It sounds like it's going to be like five days or an entire week. So mm-hmm. I'm maybe I'll try and help out at some point. Um, I, wa- I like to participate when they have some of the fundraiser type things. They had the block party last week, but it just was bad timing for us. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately. But um, I did the block party that, that one year and it was interesting. Um, but I think that was before Pam was running things yeah. and Pam is doing a really great job as she always does. She somehow pulls it all together and, um, apparently we're doing really well and we're, um, apparently the podcast system, I had no idea is, is, um, capturing automatically. So I'm right. hopefully going to be trying to post more on the page. I don't yeah. think I've posted anything in yeah, over either. six months. But no more waiting for a podcast, which is, yeah. is you know, favorable to our uh, listeners and to the people who actually come here for interviews. So, But things are on the up and up for us. And, um, yeah, we went to Vegas a couple – it was only – it felt like it was two weeks ago. Yes, it was two weeks ago. It was ago. two weeks ago, yeah. Okay, I'm not losing my mind. No, not yet. Um, because we had Major Powers about three weeks ago, and that was a fun interview. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> They're interesting guys, for sure. Um, And they're going to be performing, if they haven't already, I think it's later this month, they're going to be in Oakland or the Lake Merritt area doing that bicycle run stage, or the stage is literally... It's powered, it powered by bicycles. By bicycles, and or I was bicyclists. like, maybe I can run like side by side with you guys. Like I can be getting exercise yeah. while watching a show, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know too many people that can say that. <laughs> it's like you're riding a bike. I'm using yeah. my own two legs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, because we're, um, we're neither of us are cyclists. No. I never actually learned. Me neither. Because I got in a car accident. <laughs> You did. On my brother's bicycle, yeah, back in the day. So that was pretty traumatizing. <laughs> it wasn't that terrible. Like, yeah. my knee was bleeding, but yeah. nothing was broken. But, it but was after l- that, you're like, uh, fuck this bike. Yeah, I was more of a rollerblader. That's what I did, because my first boyfriend was... I can see that. My first, like, real boyfriend, I guess you could say, was this, you know, beautiful, blonde... Uh, blue-eyed, you know, leader of this gang of rollerbladers. That was like the oh my 90s. God, so 70s right now. <laughs> yeah, it was like you know how like that one documentary Dogtown was like skaters and surfboarders. Yeah. My generation was rollerblading. Like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, that it was. was the 70s. <laughs> I don't think it was invented th- <laughs> till so the 80s. So weird. Roller. I mean, there was roller. roller there's roller disco. That was roller skates. I'm talking about the in, the inline where it's oh the blade the blade yeah so like ice skating no like we oh, the wheels are all in a line right. do you know what okay, I'm saying yeah 
So that was invented like in the eighties, but okay. I didn't. I wasn't really aware till I met this guy, and I was there was a whole gang of them. It was like the entire neighborhood of kids. That's what they did. Santa Monica. Is that's so what weird. we. That's yeah. what we did. And his mother was a criminal. She used to watch people's. Well, no wonder he's in the gang. <laughs> <laughs> she would. I remember she got in trouble because she was like a dog sitter, and she would go into people's houses and take, take you know, your shit, steal things, and then. Ugh. Yeah, and then he disappeared. But he was, yeah, he was really cute. I actually tried to find him on Facebook at one point. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah, but his name is—I'm not going to say it on the air—but it's a very generic name, so it would be next to impossible to find. John Doe, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, one um, of these days you'll run into him and he'll still be in his gang. I know. Can I join? Can I I be? Come back. The only girl, and it was weird because it was like I was the only girl, so I kind of felt like the queen. Yeah. So I'm still kind of a badass. I never knew this about you. I know. Interesting. The uh, the truth finally comes out. but anyways, uh, David Herrera is here, and he's going to be joining us at the studio and talking to us about his current project and what he's been up to. So that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we have a, one or two news stories that we can read for you as well. I was going to read one about Bandcamp, since a lot of the artists that we uh, interact with happen to use the service and um, I like using it. Say, they say really good things about it. Yeah. So apparently um, independent music streaming website Bandcamp has made its artist subscription service available to all its users. In November 2014 the concept was unveiled and the function was launched as a beta in early 2015. Now all artists will be able to charge their fans an annual or monthly fee to listen to their music. That kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's good for the artists, but uh, subscribe users can be given incentives, including access to a band's back catalog and all future releases. They can also restrict special features to subscribers, including a subscriber-only blog, demos, or exclusive access to merchandise. Bandcamp will take 17.9% of an artist's subscription fee, including a 2.9% payment processing fee and a 30% charge. (laughs) They're not getting charged enough. Um, If an artist's subscription exceeds 5,000 or more, Bandcamp will take just 10% of the fee alongside processing fees. Well, at least they're getting something. Yeah. Um, In a statement, the website said, our own experience contributing to crowdfunded projects was that we were motivated by a desire to help an artist we loved, not by a wish for a t-shirt, signed plastic disc, or potpourri such. (laughs) Our hunch is that your biggest fans are less interested in funding studio time or mastering for just one album than they are supporting you in a sustainable way. Last year, Bandcamp clarified their VAT rules, stating that independent musicians do not have register themselves do not have to register themselves as VAT eligible in order to sell digital downloads. Uh, however, Bandcamp later released a statement which they said would take care of that. I think that's something to do with international transactions because I see that a lot at work actually. VAT with customers that are outside of the U.S. like right. Europe, Mexico, stuff like that. Um, 
and then it just goes on and on kind of about that. A number of artists, including Future of the Left and Martin Carr, had previously announced that they would no longer sell digital downloads via Bandcamp as they couldn't afford to spend the necessary time and money registering themselves for VAT, which stands at 20% in the UK. Sounds like a lot. The new legislation was introduced by Chancellor of the Executor, George Osborne, to clamp down on firms such as Amazon and Apple, who had been accused of avoiding VAT by not paying tax on the country's downloads were purchased from. God, what a fucking mess. Now that just makes CDs sound easier, but yeah. I know it's not. <laughs> I know there's all, th there's all of that stuff that we really don't you talk about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, back in the day, and some of the bigger artists still do it with the record companies and that whole scenario, but that sounds really involved. And it does take a lot of work. A lot of the bands that we talk to who have to, you know, do all the social media and then deal with iTunes and deal with CD Baby and deal with the promoters and deal with They're doing that, all, that shit all on their own. <laughs> so, um, all I more can, power to them. Yeah, all I can say is good for them because that's, that's a really amazing picture, by the way, of him. <laughs> he was handsome. He was. I'm sorry, he's, better looking than Bob Dylan. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think. I don't know. There was a picture of them side by side, and I was like, meh, I'd go for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I would choose, even though you'd think I would choose Bob. But yeah. Sorry, heritage. Just depends uh, how drunk I am. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, my mic just <laughs> kind of died. I'm, tr I'm, I'm trying to get in the habit of not touching it, because I know every time I do it, it just falls. Goes boop. Yeah, it just does whatever it wants. <laughs> Uh, in other news, we're talking about title this time. Um, keeping up with the theme, I guess, of streaming. Arcade Fire's Win Butler talks titles poorly managed lounge, blames major labels for overpricing HD streaming. Uh, this is out of Pitchfork. Arcade Fire's uh, Win Butler talked to the independent about the band's new film, The Reflector Tapes. During the interview, he discussed their uh, perception of title. Butler and Regine Chassang uh, were two of the artists involved with the services lounge. While the band don't regret their involvement, Butler wasn't thrilled with the impression that All Star Lounge gave off. Quoting, none of the artists knew anything about PR. He told The Independent, it was poorly managed lounge, but conceptually the thing that we liked about Tidal was that the, it's HD streaming quality. Butler blamed major labels for titles, struggles, and specifically the price point of HD streaming. Quoting, they, they dictated the title has to cost $20, he says. The major label music industry has completely ruined every aspect of their business. At every step of the way, there's had, uh, they've had the tools offered to them and create an industry that works, and they've completely blown it. That's why we never had any interest in signing an, a contract with one of those companies because they're clearly completely clueless, end quote. He did, uh, but he said it would have been silly not to talk about solutions for the distribution of art at the table with Jay-Z, Kanye, and Daft Punk. You can read the full article on this. And you can watch Butler perform at this year's South by Southwest under the DJ Windows 98 uh, pseudonym. And this is out again out of the pitchfork.com. Good old pitchfork. Good old pitchfork. Chicago, right? Yeah. Do you get a consequence of sound? I don't know how I started getting that I one, do. too. I that don't one read it as often. That one, I think, is based out of Chicago, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. 
It's only online based. It's not. Yeah. And then I watched some video that they did. No, I don't think anybody really signs up to for magazines anymore. I know. Did you ever sign up for a magazine when you were growing up? Um, well, I used to go into Borders, by the way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Back in the day, and I would, that's how I would read The Enemy, the enemy for free, because mm-hmm. it was kind of more expensive. But that's what I used to do when I worked at Cision. I would go to Borders on my lunch break and read magazines. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago either. But no. Like six years but ago. But it's like once it started dying off, it died off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like everyone gets their news updates from, you know, Online. S- something online or yeah. Facebook, unfortunately, which is YouTube is another big one. Mm-hmm. YouTube online, videos. I guess. And then that that That's Vice website has a lot of <laughs> stories on it. It has really interesting stories about cats and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. So David Herrera is here, and he's uh, local to the area. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How you guys doing today? We're good. We're good. Uh, this is Crystal, Hi. by the way. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. And um, yeah, usually we do our, our news stories. We haven't done a show in three weeks, by the way, so it's always, I don't know, it, it feels kind of natural, though. I feel like we've been doing it pretty consistently, and we haven't. But Yeah. No, <laughs> we haven't. Not at all. We take a little break. But we can get away with it. But that's interesting because you've, have you been in the mission for a while? I have been in the mission. I've been in the mission for 14 years. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I've only been coming here maybe about, I mean, I started coming here in almost 10 years ago. 10 years ago. But more frequently the past five years because of this uh, radio station in particular. Yeah. And it's opened up a lot of horizons here for us in the oh mission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I wouldn't have met her if it wasn't for yeah. the radio station. I would have have met other people if it wasn't through the radio station it's weird it's like a we are a community radio station and it really over i mean the past five years it's really kind of worked wonders for for us you know who, who thought about putting the the mutiny radio in the mission um well we used to be called something else uh, we used to be called pirate cat radio pirate and cat. this so-called genius decided he used to um what it was called. Well, he, he would kind of, ha- he was a hacker. I mean, he's kind of, a, he is a hacker. So he can go into websites and like find a way in and, you know, right. get personal information and stuff like that. But he also had a passion for, for radio. Like he would build his own transistor and stuff like that. But um, he kind of fell off the wayside, unfortunately. He had some great ideas and he's the original founder of um, what we are doing now, which is Mutiny Radio, but we had to change the name because there was some political, financial stuff that was happening because of him, but he decided he no longer wanted to be a part of it, pretty much. So, different political reasons. Exactly, different different goals in mind. But now we're pretty much, you know, we do it for the betterment of, the D, you know, the DJs and the people who fund us and the people who enjoy what we do here mm-hmm. um, so we kind of do it more for the masses rather than just one person telling everybody else what they should be doing because that's pretty much how it was when I started here right. <laughs> like I was terrified to be in the studio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was like no I really want to do radio and it was like back then I felt like I didn't really have too many options now there's a lot of different options there's maybe you've heard of them FCC free radio um, radio Valencia They've been around for a while, too, actually. But this one in particular had a Craigslist posting that I 
applied for and was crazy enough to pursue it. So. It's funny, that's how I got it. That's how I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was telling her, I was getting desperate for talent because we, I mean, we've been doing this, she's been doing this with me for a while and we usually, I don't know, we kind of go through ups and downs like with people who are interested in being on the air and usually they're coming to us, but for some reason the nobody past, nobody was really getting in contact with me. No. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I put an ad on Craigslist and you responded and one other guy responded. And I thought more people would respond. So only two people responded. Only two people. Wow. And that was what, like a couple of days ago? Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Two or weeks maybe ago. maybe longer, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe you could tell us what's been going on in the mission recently. Well, <laughs> as you know, the yeah. missions the mission the missions definitely changed faces. Oh yeah. Even since we've been here, yeah, we're noticing it. I don't know if you guys heard of the whole the whole commotion thing about about the whole tech companies moving in and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just I don't. Know, I guess in a way, they kind of most of the things have changed. I mean, you definitely don't have the same. I guess Latin culture as heavy as it used to be. Mm-hmm. But I do gotta say the the violence kind of did reduce a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, not a little bit, a lot than back yeah. <laughs> back ten years ago, ten fourteen right. years ago. Although the people are just angry that, you know, all the techies are coming in. Do they feel like they're not only losing their culture, but their ability to, like, their standard of living, like, in terms of the rent and, um, you know, having access to certain things? Well, things are definitely getting a little bit more challenging for some residents. For some people, I know, I was, it was funny that, because I, I was reading an article mm-hmm. about a lady that lived in Bernal Heights. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know if it was real, but it sounded kind of exaggerated that they had, her rent was going to be $10,000 a month. Oh yeah. my God. I think, yeah, I think I saw it on Facebook. Something really extreme, like 18000 a month. Something a month. It was, it was. Yeah. Like it was being raised four times or something. Yeah. And I was actually in a, in a friend's <laughs> apartment today this afternoon. It was like, in you know, one of those old buildings downtown, you know, those, my Those neighborhood. <laughs> you live down, down by Union Square? It's an old Victorian house. It, it kind of feels like a slum, to be honest. Yeah, it's like, it has that old school kind of feel. That was yeah, cool, yeah, but the area is just, I mean, there's always been the hotels there because that's, you know, what they're yes. catering to. But it's totally changing. Soma's completely different now. And, so, know. So I was in this little, in this room, it was like a little studio, just the bed and the sink. And I asked him, how much did you pay for this? And he was $1,200. You know, that's more than my rent. That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. Did he have like a a little kitchenette, like a little fridge or burners? Well, he had like a little fridge, but he didn't have no burners. It was just the fridge, the TV, and the sink. Wow. It was just like very oh mi- bare yeah, minimum. He's your neighbor, Asia. He probably lives in my <laughs> building. <laughs> but the tenderloin. Technically, my neighborhood is, I mean... I've been coming. Yeah, you could say I live in the Tenderloin, but it's not really. It's I literally live a block away from yeah. it. Tenderloin is a very exciting place. Though, yeah. It is. There's a lot of changes there, but it's still very seedy, though, is it not? Yeah, it still is. Yeah, yeah. it is. It definitely is. There's a lot of historic buildings in that in that area. A lot. There's a lot of nice yeah. buildings. I did a... I did a project about it in school. Oh, cool! About the tenderloin, and we actually named it the Diamond in the Rough, because there was—I can't remember the buildings, but there was a lot of buildings in there that had a lot of historic value to yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then it's you know the Civic Center and 
that that whole situation. So tell us more about what you've been working on music-wise. <laughs> That's the real reason you're here. What I've been working on music-wise, well, well, I started writing music originally with a friend, but then he decided he wanted to do other things, so I kind of just, just went on by myself. What me and him were doing was more like, I guess more like funk, kind of like, we were trying to get ourselves in the, kind of like in the club area kind of music. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, it wasn't really my, my style, cause, but you know, it was the people who were listening to, the people like, so after me and him just kind of like, he came on and did his own thing, I started writing more about, more stuff about what I see, you know, more, more stuff about how I feel, you know, just my surroundings and stuff, just more storytelling kind of, kind of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And what kind of things do you talk about? Is it stuff that you're seeing in your own life or in, in the neighborhood? Well, the past couple songs I've written, it's been a little bit of a mix. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the things I see and kind of the things that I go through and I see other people going through is what I've been kind of writing about. It just, I feel like I'm trying to connect with people in a, in a certain way, not just, uh, not just, because I know hip hop, you know, mostly they talk really real about the streets, how, you know, you know, there's people in the corner selling yeah. cracks and weed. But my my type of hip hop is just not really about the about selling weed, selling coke, all that stuff. It's more about making it in a different kind of way, mm-hmm. you know. Because mm-hmm. uh, what I from people that I hang out with, other artists that I talk to, like they just focused on. They, they, I feel like they're trapped in only one type of mentality on how to like, you know, try to get out of the, the poverty. Right, but you're focused more on the message. I'm, I'm focused more on the message. I'm trying to tell people, you know, there's, there's other ways. It's not just no, we don't have. I mean, yeah, it's cool talking about it, you know. Yeah. Selling drugs, but <laughs> it's not. And really it's like probably that. it's really happening. It definitely is really <laughs> happening. I mean, yeah, I definitely, you know, talked to some friends. I've definitely been around situations where it's very real. Very real. You gotta make a living somehow. Yeah, definitely true. I, I've been known to do some strange things on the side. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not selling drugs, but selling other things. <laughs> you know, whatever you whatever you gotta do, you know, and it's it's easy for, you know, with this whole political thing going on, I think it's easy for them to to say certain things about it because they've never been in certain situations like some people have never had to work a day in their life that's definitely true but there are people who at least have worked hard from the beginning that kind of understand you know what it's like to start from scratch what it's like to come from nothing and then make something of yourself and I think that's definitely my kind of message yeah yeah. Have you guys ever had like other different kind of hip hop artists in here before? Oh yeah, we had. I remember when Zach used to do his. Yeah. Hip hop. The coffee shop dropouts. It was kind of like a hybrid of hip hop and. It metal? had acoustic tones to it, right? Because yeah. they had a guitar here. Yeah, that was that was one, and then I'm sure we've had we've had a couple over the years. <laughs> we have all different kinds of artists come in. We've had like Latin fusion. We've had. I, f- I feel like we've had reggae, we've probably had bluegrass a couple times, actually. Yeah. We've had indie rock, punk. Um, Singer-songwriter. A lot of singer-songwriters, yeah. as you know. That's a majority of the artists that we have here. But we try and represent all different types of music because I'm in, Crystal knows, I'm in 
I listen to all kinds of music. I listen to hip hop. Actually, I've been listening a lot to Run DMC. I don't oh, know if yeah, you I remember heard, them. Yeah, and I think their music's kind of interesting because I mean they c- they talk about you know drugs, you know, being in New York and being in that whole scene in the '80s. That was definitely happening. Yeah. But they were also trying to be more, have kind of more of a positive message and kind of go in that direction, which I thought was kind of interesting. Whereas the 90s was the total opposite of that. But (laughs) 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 it took a different route. You know, but everyone, you know, it just depends who you are, right? It's totally your personality. But I think it's good when you focus more on the message rather than just, you know, all the negativity that's happening and kind of reveling in it, which unfortunately a lot of hip hop does now, I think. Yeah. How do you feel about Kanye West saying he's running for president? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Do I have to answer? <laughs> is it, wait, is he really? I hope not. Honestly, I hope not. I, I don't think he. Will. I don't think he will. I think he just. Although I wouldn't pass it, I wouldn't like put it past him that he will try. <laughs> he might. Yeah. Imagine having Kim Kardashian as the first lady. That'd be kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. be kind of scary. <laughs> Make that sound. If, if he does become president, does that mean JC will be his vice president? <laughs> oh God! Probably. I don't know how I feel about that because I'm. Nobody can put Beyonce second. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it'll be definitely interesting. I mean, it would be. He shouldn't run, in my opinion, because then it'll be just a popularity contest. You know, yeah. yeah. People that are gonna run the state should be definitely politically educated. Definitely. But, but it's a popularity contest right now with Donald Trump. Oh yeah, it is. So, uh, you know. Look at that face. We might have to eat our words <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've been watching and keep. You know, we all have. I'm sure. Keeping track of it. Yeah. But it's it's really terrible. It's kind of scary, huh? Who's leading the polls? And it's, yeah, it's like, what are people really paying attention to? They're not paying attention to their track record and what they've done in, in the past. But I, I, you know, I'm not the most educated person on politics either. But. I heard something interesting today. So my coworker was like, you know, we're, I guess we're talking about Nazi Germany. And then we're like, Donald Trump is like a modern day Nazi. <laughs> I mean, he's not, uh, like, straight up saying it, and although he kind of is about, he really hates Mexico. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. And, like, he's like, I'm going to build a wall, and I'm going to have the Mexicans pay for it. Like, <laughs> I'm mean, just, like, I when it's uh, When it's the U.S.'s yeah, the fault US, anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's like, back talk or whatever you want to call right, it. It's like, who, look in the fucking mirror. Who else did that? Adolf Hitler, you know? Like, yeah. He would make the Jewish people pay for it. You know, oh, things yeah. that they didn't have to. Yeah. And they shouldn't have to. Anyone that didn't agree with the status quo, pretty much. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, you're totally right. I know you're joking, but you're not off, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those so people really are. Those people are a little, a little different, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just I, a little special. I wanted to share something with you guys. Good. So, October 13, I'm doing a show in Bricks and Mortar. Oh, cool. And um, that's close to here. Yeah, that's on 13 admission. Mm-hmm. We're playing home. But um, that day, oh, yeah, so what I wanted to tell you, you guys seen the, the hat that Donald Trump wears to make, make, make America great again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. He's an ugly motherfucker. I'm going to go, me and my cousin are going to do the show. She couldn't come with me today, but I might have him wear a Make America Great, a Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> just an ironic awesome. thing. Yeah. But I want to know, what do you guys think? Do you think people would get mad at me if I did that? You think people would be like, what? He's, 
No. no not it's... in the mission. It's not for booking at least. If you were in the south, oh yeah, that would be bad. We were just right. talking about that. Some she was telling me, like an old Bible story, pretty much. Yeah. And I was like, and she's like, well, if I say it here, nobody's really gonna yeah. know what I'm talking about. But if you go to the south, south where they're like, or the Midwest, Bible pounding, yeah, they will. They'll know the references yeah. to the Bible story. It's just, <laughs> it's a. T- it, once you go outside of, and we always talk about this, once you go outside of Los Angeles, uh, Southern California, the Just Bay the Area, Coast. <laughs> the Pacific Coast, or New York City, it's yeah. like you're in a totally different country. Yeah, a different world. It's yeah. a different world that I just... And you're the weirdo, you yeah. know? It's really interesting. It's like, where are we? <laughs> I, feel like more, I feel like people are a little more violent outside the area. Like, yeah, yeah, they are. They it's are. Weird. And they, they always feel like they're being persecuted, and it's like, you're not being persecuted. <laughs> you know? I wonder why, like, I don't know, just San Francisco. I feel like San Franciscans in general are, like, the chillest people. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but, like, I've been down, like, San Jose. I was actually in New York a couple months ago, and it was really hard getting direction from people. Oh, really? Yeah, you would ask them, yo, you know where this place is at? And they would look at you like, <laughs> like you were speaking a whole different language, and they would walk yeah. away. Oh. She didn't that have that sucks. experience. But well, I used my smartphone. No, use yeah. smartphone. You know, we were trying, but... I know but, people you know. that live there, so that's oh, okay. a little different. So you were connected over there. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but um, that's weird. Yeah. People don't like me. I had the opposite. I always complain about people in San Francisco, and then when I leave California or San Francisco, or actually when I leave California, people are a lot nicer. Oh, okay. In my experience. Wow. But... Maybe it's because I'm white. I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Well, actually, over there in, um, in New York, I've seen more, like, Jamaican people. Yeah. And those were the Caribbean. people that I was, I was coming across with, and they were the ones looking at me funny. Oh, huh. really? Yeah, which is weird. It is weird. I don't think I ever came in contact with no white people in New York now that I think about it. <laughs> Where were you staying? In, my, in, Bro- staying, in Brooklyn. You were staying in Brooklyn? Yeah, I was in staying Brooklyn. in Bushwick and Queens. Oh, in Queens? Yeah. How was that? How was, how was that? I like Queens. Yeah. My people are in Queens, so I felt <laughs> safe. I did. Yeah. I did get this crazy idea to go to Harlem. Yeah. It wasn't the best idea. Yeah. Of all my ideas, it wasn't the best one. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, me personally, when I walked in, I was with some friends. I walked in there. Well, I mean, we just walked in the little area, and there was already mad dogs staring. Really? Like, on lock. Like, they were just looking at us like, you guys ain't from here. Like, you guys, Do you think, I, you think I could I could walk down there and not... It'll be safe. Maybe. Maybe. Because I'm a girl. Maybe because you're a girl. Maybe because of that. They usually don't. Sorry that they did that to you. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny, but at the same time, it's kind of it's kind of interesting, you know, how, how people how people react to different people. Yeah, yeah, the perceptions and your experiences. But I feel like, like you were saying before, San Francisco's changing and getting more yeah. techy. And you know, I I work for a tech company now, a legacy tech company they've been around for a while so they're not as I want to say they're not as uppity but I mean they still kind of are to a certain extent but <coughs> not like Salesforce you know or Oracle oh it's just they take they take over you know oh, it's Oracle. like this is our town and nobody else exists Salesforce had Harvest Street shut down yeah yeah so that's a little on the insane side of things yeah as you know those companies came with a lot of money you shut down yes yes I mean, they say that there's opportunity, and I've sent in a record a number of applications to Salesforce <laughs> and haven't been accepted, so I don't know. 
Maybe wow. maybe I'm not the right. You're not MIT. I'm not the right color for them. I don't know. <laughs> nah, it's not bad. Maybe they just gotta meet you in person. Yeah. Maybe they just have to meet you. I think person. it's also like you have to you have to like be connected. Yeah. That whole thing, but that's fine with me. So, anyways, tell us more about um, the show at Brick and Mortar. How did you? Brick and Mortar. So I've been <clears throat> I've been following this this other underground. I don't know if you can call it a label. They also have a radio. They also have a radio called. It's called they, they go for the name of the Madhouse, the Madhouse Radio. Madhouse Radio. So I I've like been following the them on Instagram. I, they have several artists they, they, they you know they promote. And some of the artists I think they're cool. Listen to some of the music. And one time they were like, oh, we're landing, we're doing a show in, in San, they named different areas. One of the stops was here in San Francisco. And I quickly emailed, I forgot the, the guy's name. But he's the one of the CEOs of the of the Madhouse Radio, oh, nice. and yeah, I got in talked, got in contact with him, showed him the, showed him my music. I guess he liked it. <laughs> That's know. a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But the is it? Are you just starting out, or in terms of performances, or where have you? Well, in terms of performances, I've done a couple performances, not in San Francisco. I've done a couple down in San Jose. Mm-hmm. I have opened up for a couple pretty cool names. I. Got to open up for Andre Nicotina, Crazy Bone from the groups of Crazy of uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, I heard of them. And the la- and the very first one I ever opened that was HBK Skipper. Okay, that's he's, he's been the group with with I Am Sue, a lot of like big Bay Area names. Oh, nice. Did did some shows down in San Jose. This is the first one here in San Francisco. Oh. The names they're not as big as you know, but it, it's a one lady. I was listening to one of her songs. I don't know if you guys ever heard of her. Underground artist. She's pretty cool. She's a girl, which is pretty cool. What's her name? A1 Lady. A1 Lady. She's going to be one of the headliners for for October 13th. That's awesome, though. We've been to brick and mortar, and that's a good starting point. Yeah, it's really intimate. It's a little little tight place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I like it. I like it better than the bigger venues, because it has, like, that bar. And even though it is small, the stage is so close to the audience, it's almost like... So you can just touch people. Yeah, yeah. It'll be easy to, like, interact. Yeah. Get, yeah. get them into it. I think the artists we went to see actually, they just like stepped out of the stage and performed in the middle of the <laughs> crowd. That was really cool. Oh, that sounds, that sounds, really, that sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they're just, boop, it's a little step. It's right there. <laughs> Did you bring some music? For I us do today? have a, a song I can, I can show you. And um, again, you're going to be playing October 13th, you o- said? October 13th. Um. I bring some more guitar. Is that how you pronounce a mortar? No, I think it's just mortar. Mortar? mortar. It depends if you're British or not. Oh, mortar. <laughs> We're not British, so we say mortar. Mortar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like the new iPhone, but it's not, right? It's not. It's actually the old iPhone. I'm missing the button. Um, <laughs> it also looks like it's the 6, right? Yeah, it's the 6. It's oh, the six. it just looks different to me without a case. Isn't that but weird? It's skinny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, whoa, my fucking phone is huge. Yeah, when my button <laughs> fell off, I took off this little cover. I didn't think there was a point anymore. Yeah. yeah. As long as you don't drive There's it. nothing to protect anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. You're all good. I've dropped this one a couple times. All right, so. Hope you guys enjoy. This one's this song's called Trap in My Mind. I have my homegirl, Michelle. She's singing the hook for me. Hope you guys enjoy it. My 
so perfect Left hand on the wheel, right hand on her thigh Excessive speed, but her touch is just right She can't love an imperfect man, so Left hand on the wheel, right hand on her thigh Excessive speed, but her touch is just right She can't love an imperfect man, so perfect Gotta get her, externalized in the moment Want it so bad, I'm exaggerating my person Villainous, am I? 340 ounces, sweaty palms Anxiety in my thoughts Symptoms of salacity Adrenaline rushing At tremendous velocity But I'm still intact with my senses See reality Left hand on the wheel, right hand on her thigh Excessive speed, but her touch is just right She can't love an imperfect man, so perfect Gotta get her, externalized in the moment Want her so bad, I'm exaggerating my person Villainous, am I? 340 ounces, sweaty palms Anxiety in my thoughts Symptoms of salacity Adrenaline rushing at tremendous velocity But I'm still intact with my senses See reality and still ask it Who is this? I'm trapped in my mind I can only evolve through the chasing of symphonies What if the mission is burning And there's no conspiracy Middle finger to my rich neighbor Remodeling the wreck That same wreck that was for many decades the nest Father didn't make us pray Just money made us chase Too new to this different place Now I'm yelling Now I'm yelling There's a trap dream was to make a million just to forget about money and really get to living i wake up every day thinking how to get it i want it so bad i gotta get it or it gets me out of control trust these fools that just don't go all i do is sip scheme smoke the truth is dog i've been knowing your girl good times for you are all stories for me ni me mire Slowly adapting to this arrogant world Soon to it full ignorance and be society's tool But you ever lived in a world that's so devious It shows me the wrong and I wanna live it I see evil and I wanna be it Copulation with different girls Fills up the empty feeling My mind is so malignant You see alone, so size glow 
hear the birth of this undocumented flow. hard for that <laughs> like really hard technical difficulty he was he was watching us yeah he was like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that track and the history behind it about the song it's called trap in my mind well I've, i guess you know like everybody else we all got like we all fighting i feel like sometimes i catch myself fighting myself in my head you know so in the song i'm talking about how you know i'm have myself to deal with and then I have like not me personally but like there's also like other you know like we were talking about the, the mission changing all these yeah. all these places that I used to go as a kid they're they're different places now you know and it it kind of like I just want to like not really tell the people you know but it's really I guess in a way I'm kind of saying money is the answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> it really does give you more options money talks money definitely talks really really loud yeah. and you know like that's how we really just gotta get you know just just money, <laughs> just money. That all, that's please all give us need. your money it's all we need yeah i mean um, i went from having next to none to a little bit of something extra so i have to say it makes changed you feel good, my huh? life makes you feel good <laughs> makes you feel really good a little bit but then I, I guess it also brings a different set of problems does it not Depends how much money you've got. <laughs> yeah. Just enough. Yeah. You're either too rich or you're too poor. Yeah. There's never, there's never enough. There's never a middle. There's never a middle, yeah. There literally isn't a middle anymore. <laughs> there's no middle class no middle anymore. anymore. <laughs> it goes back to these politicians, man. Yeah. Donald Trump. Did I tell you guys? Oh, I'm going to sound like an asshole because I can't remember his name. But one of the guys that is running locally, like he's a local politician in San Francisco, he called me or I told his people who work for him to have him call me and I didn't think that they would do it, but he actually did it. And it was really awkward. What was he talking about? <laughs> he wanted to get to know me so that we could talk more about the issues. What kind of issues? Like just, I mean, he's running for office as like a, yeah. I not mayor, but like, controller or lieutenant controller or something like that i don't know some some local office here in san francisco but i i was it was when i was still looking for work so i was totally sidetracked i was like wait what why am i talking to this guy so what happened you you didn't talk to him no he said to call him like when i had a time to meet up with him in person and i was like that's 
sounds really awkward. Like I don't, I don't know who you are. I think he was hitting on you. Yeah, it was. It felt a little weird. I was like, well, maybe I should date a politician. This might work for me in the long run. But I didn't end up doing it. You could be like Hillary. You still got his number, right? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. Well, hopefully they email you again. Yeah, he might be like, "Hey, remember me?" I'm still waiting for your call. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It was kind of weird, but I guess it was cool that he at least followed up on what he said he was gonna do. That's important for any politician. And what was his right? like his thing he wanted to do? I don't know. I guess. Oh, I. Uh, he was asking, or they were asking me what what was what are important issues, and I was like, well, employment because I was unemployed oh, <laughs> at the time. Um, healthcare, and I think I said like the economy or um, the environment or something like that. So he called me back and wanted to talk about it. And I, I talked to him for a little bit. But then I was like, this is weird. Like, do I really have to meet you in person to discuss the issues? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool though. He wanted yeah. to meet with somebody in person. Maybe he would buy you dinner and you had a free meal. Yeah. And maybe something else. <laughs> well, something, something. No, no, no dessert. Little dessert. A little bit of happy hour mixed in. Ah, uh, dirty pollution. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. But anyways. They always want something, huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Something for nothing. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, he wants me to vote for him. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, if I have to vote, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested yeah. anymore. Whereas I got a call yesterday, actually, I don't know if you guys are registered to vote, but they called me and they wanted to send me an email, which they haven't yet, maybe it went to my junk folder, but they wanted to send me an email with the issues l- like laid out for me, like what they are. Whatever like your party is. The measures and all that stuff. I and I was they, like, they kind of want your opinion on, on this. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I like the fact, oh, they're sending me an email to inform me. They're becoming more uh, modern. More proactive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that I didn't Because who has phones anymore? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like who answers it? We don't answer the phone. Yeah, that's true. You don't have people call you like... We do. We just, we don't have a, a caller ID. So oh, for, for the station, yeah, we don't have a caller ID. So you guys just don't answer? We're scared of Gail. We have answered before. How did that go? Before the dark time of sweet Gail. Um, <laughs> I hope she's listening. Too bad she can't. She can't be on the air. Too bad. So sorry. Well, so that was Gale. the last time. That was the last time you guys got picked up a call since Sweet Yeah, that was a while. It was. It it tainted us. Sweet yeah. <laughs> that was a while ago. Like Sweet Gail, we don't want what you're selling. Sorry. So so what's next on the radar for you after Brick and Mortar? So after Brick and Mortar, I'm still working on you on a new tape. It's called Shut Up and Listen. All right, Fine. straight to it. Straight to it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should be done. I mean, I have most of the songs done. I'm still working on the cover art and a couple, like, one or two more songs. And it should be maybe ready by the end of November, by the end of October. Is it going to be more of a mixtape, or is it going to be an actual no, album? No, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a mixtape. Okay. Got it. And then are you going to have any guest artists on there? You know, I'm still... I haven't really reached out to anybody just because... You know, I, I'm not very popular myself, so I'm just gonna try to, you know, catch a couple of views in this tape, and then maybe on the next one, or maybe I'm just on a single, you know, reach out to somebody, see if anybody wants to work with me. But for the moment, I don't have anybody scheduled to appear in the, 
the new upcoming tape I have. You never know. Never know. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be definitely cool to work with somebody, but we'll How see. How come you have most of your shows in San Jose as opposed to having them here in the city? Well, the way I got shows in San Jose, because I like, met a promoter. Okay. I met a promoter that was promoting the artist. You know, I was helping them promote the show as well. Yeah. He would give me some time. To, he would give me some time to perform them. And most of the shows, most, all the shows he, he, you know, he promoted were in San Jose, which was... Do you think there's more of a hip-hop slash rap scene in San Jose than there is here? You know, it's kind of... I feel like with San Francisco, at least in my point of view, I don't, have, I don't really hear much about, you know, local shows going down as much as more in Southern California, more in the South Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I was going to say that. I'm like, I don't... We do hear about uh, he, a few hip-hop slash rap. Um, shows, but it's not as often as indie or there's yeah, something, folk yeah, well, or something. You know, most of the ones I hear about, you know, is the big ones. You know, the big names. Yeah, that come here. like you've probably heard of Grandmaster Flash yeah. from like back in the day. Yeah. He was, you know, he's like the one of the top guys, and he was doing a, a DJ appearance, which I think they do a lot of. The probably. older ones, yeah. Yeah, the older ones, because they're like, I don't they'll want do, to do they'll this. DJ, yeah. <laughs> they'll DJ a, a, a club or whatever. And that was, that was we went interesting. To that, yeah. yeah, we went to that. How was that? He played Lou Reed, so we were very happy about that. We loved him. We loved, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't really like the crowd, the crowd so much. Because was it was not, just yeah. your typical, you know, Kim Kardashian type. Oh, you know, we were just kind of like, uh, we're don't, we don't belong here. like some, you know, School, like he was playing but yeah, he was. stuff from the 70s and I was getting into it yeah he, he was he was really good and um, I think earlier he had performed somewhere else right in the Golden Gate Park right? yeah Oyster Fest Oyster or Fest that's what it was yeah, yeah. so he, he did that mm-hmm. and who else have we seen I know there's been other ones that we've seen that was the, the most recent though the yeah I hear the Oyster Fest is really fun which one the Oyster, Oyster Fest? Fest I've never been yeah I've never been there, but here they have a dollar oysters, and it's like a really like. You're down. You're like. Yeah, I'm like I gotta go see it. Last time I had to go to school, which I couldn't make it. Uh, are you Are you Mexican? I am Mexican. Yeah. Okay, so you know how they in Mexico like they do the they lime do whatever, and the yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> I miss that. I I don't really see them much here. Here they grill them. They grill them. The yeah, they grill them. That's yeah. how. That's how. I never had a grilled oyster. I, it sounds really weird for me, but because I I grew up in Baja, so I was like you're just fucking like. Suck it in. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a few few years and it's, it's delicious. Yeah. He, here I didn't I didn't really grow, eat seafood because it was seen more of as more of a delicacy. But I think when I moved to San Francisco, I started eating it a little yeah. bit more. Although it's more expensive, it's a lot more expensive than it used to be. It's a lot more expensive. oysters. I mean seafood Just, in general. Yeah. Like you go to a normal restaurant, you go to a seafood restaurant. It's like, like there's a no more fish. There's yeah. not as much fish in the sea. Is that what it is? Is that uh, my brother was telling me about that yesterday? I didn't want to yeah. believe him. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Like uh, fish are disappearing. Yeah. That's uh, that's a fact. No. And especially the the sharks. Sharks fin soup is very popular in Asia, and there's not as many sharks as they used to. Whales. Be. The whale. Whales. There wasn't yeah. mm-hmm. All the big ones because okay. big fish require a lot of little fish and if there's not a lot of little fish then they can't eat well, unfortunately how long, how long do you have to tell people you think people start disappearing people <laughs> I think people are going to start disappearing after all the animals are gone I think some of them are at the moment mostly in the Middle East have you heard about those people listening to, to Jupiter or some planet up 
Oh, the mute, the sound of ju- uh, the. Is it Jupiter? Neptune. I didn't hear about this. <laughs> you haven't heard about it. This Listening to the sounds that are happening on the planet? Mars? No, they're actually sending to... Uh, I forgot the name of the planet. It's Mars. Like the audio. Mars, where but they're actually sending them to live in the planet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh. it is Mars. Yeah, it is Martian. Martian Virgin Mars. Galactic, right? Yeah. What's his face is doing it? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, oh, shit. His name is real. Richard. Richard Branson. Branson. Oh, he's going to be one of the... He has, I think they already tried to do a flight within the past, what, six months to a year? That and was it, to the moon. And it, oh, that was to the moon, yeah. But it didn't go well, like part of the aircraft fell apart. I but don't know, was, like, I the mean. the first time that they tried to do You can't even it. really trust NASA with that stuff, so I yeah. don't know how that's going to work. But yeah, that's I guess scary. you have to go through a lot of training because you're going to be. You have to pay a shitload of money. Yeah, you have, I think you have to be selected too. They're not just going to pick anybody? Well, yeah, they can make you do a physical test and a psychological yeah. test and all, and all that. That's kind of weird, though. Would you guys do it if yeah. you had the opportunity? I was going to ask you the same question. You know what? I personally wouldn't do it. I, I feel like Mars is too empty and lonely. Yeah. I right feel like now. there's so much to, for me to do here. There's so much yeah. more exploring that I have to In do. In Earth, yeah. But see, also, I don't think it's as fun as it sounds because if it fails, you have to stay in that in the ship yeah. and then you have to, you have really limited space oh and um, limited die. food and all that yeah I would die just having an anxiety attack yeah, yeah. I mean I guess it's somebody that's good for like people that don't really like people yeah you know, maybe those people that want to be away from people yeah or like people who are really into yoga <laughs> one of those yeah they're just and like better than you. meditating the whole time or something I don't know I don't know <laughs> it's impossible for humanly impossible it's interesting, but I'm sure, like, in the decades to come, that's going to become more, I don't know, just, like, cell phones and, and everything thing, yeah. else. Because yeah. there'll be another destination that's going to be super expensive on the, at the airlines or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because cell phones didn't really take off till about 15 years ago. Same thing with the internet, right? Yeah. It was about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. There's a new iPhone coming out, yeah. yeah, I was just talking about that with her because my phone no longer takes pictures. Well, you went out of bed, space? No, it just doesn't, it only takes selfie, but it doesn't take like pictures picture. like out. Yeah, and it doesn't, the power button doesn't work and the volume button doesn't work. So like, I'm like, I need a new phone. Like, is this is the five. Yeah, that was. 2012, so. Yeah. So I think I need to get a new phone. And I was looking at the iPhone 6 and it's supposed to be like 3D. I th- success it's supposed to be like the when you click on an icon like it pops out at you or something I don't oh, know wow. yeah so it's I, I haven't updated to it's like I feel like the iPhone 6s is like it's gonna be the either two phones away or a phone away from hologram phones so you guys get like a like a hologram come yeah. out the phone yeah <laughs> I honestly think so I think they're figuring out how to do that in the next wow. two to three years we're gonna be on some Star Wars quality technology <laughs> yeah. but I heard that they also try to space it out based on people's stupidity pretty much right yeah cause they it's like they already have the, the technology, technology is there but the people mentality is not or yeah. it's like they're training us like dogs yeah, really what do you think about that it's like a human experiment <laughs> you think it so? is yeah. I think it is so you're saying I'm they, participating you're saying they threw it at us right now, that kind of technology, you think we wouldn't be able to handle it? It wouldn't do well, because, I mean, look what happened with Google Glass. What happened? I mean, do you see people wearing them? Like, they thought Nobody's it was going to... They thought Robo-Cup. everybody was going to have one. Oh, yeah, nobody really wore those, huh? No, I mean, the, people wore them for a few months, but then after a while, like, I don't see... I don't... I, 
I work in the mall in here in San Francisco in downtown, and I would like when I first came out, I would see like at least four of them a day. Now I don't see anybody with them. I saw a handful. I'm kind of happy nobody's wearing those. Yeah. I did you hear about the lady who got beat up at Molotovs? Oh no! What happened? She went to Molotov, which is like a it's a pretty punk uh, bar. Like I think a lot of punks go there. Bikers. She went in there with a Google Glass and, they, and she got beat up. She got beat up. So the Google Glasses. Because they told her not, they didn't. The business people, the people who, the usuals, they, they didn't want her there. And so the people who own the business were like, "We would really appreciate if you didn't wear those because we don't want to be photographed because we don't." That's what it. I think it's all it did Obviously at one point was camera. just take pictures or records. And just she was scary. like, well, I have the right to wear whatever I want because I'm a patron, blah, blah. And then they were just like, she got oh smacked my out. God. Yeah. Bam. Lower hate, man. You got to watch out. <laughs> she got smacked out. Yeah, she did, for sure. <laughs> uh, and nobody really felt sorry for her. <laughs> it's like, you have Google Class. Like, that's take like that shit off. $4,000. So all they know? do is take pictures and record sound? That's all they do? I think so. I think you can use the internet. I never used one. I applied for a job where apparently they were working in tandem with them in the medical field. So apparently doctors were using it. Doctors oh. and nurses that were makes using sense. it. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool seeing the like, x-ray of a person through the glasses. Yeah. It's or like, like microscopic. Somebody could listen in on the conversation between the patient and the doctor. And somebody could basically transcribe everything that was happening and the doctor wouldn't have to do it. So, oh, wow. I don't know. It's well, kind of bad, and they're not letting the doctors do their job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting idea, but Already that's a very, idea. like, niche thing, right? It's yeah. Not like a mainstream thing. but um, Not yet, at least. Yeah. Which is good. Yes. Our brains are not ready for it. I'm <laughs> not ready. <laughs> no, but I love this phone. I mean, I've had it almost a year, and, like, issues yeah <laughs> but it was my fault when you don't have the most up-to-date current product that's when yeah shit starts to go wrong like mine right? it's like oh, okay. people look at you funny too if you're not up to date i don't know if that yeah is. like what's wrong yeah, with yeah they you? look at me like dude that's not cool yeah i have a flip phone like yeah. i do that with people who have android or google or windows phone i'm like <laughs> what the fuck is that that thing's fucking huge get that out of my fucking face right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding you're such an elitist. No, I just look at look at it like it's a different language. Because it kind of is, right? Yeah. You have to, like, learn the whole... I mean, how old are flip phones, like, what, 10 years? I had one in mid-2000s. I had one in middle school. Yeah, like early 2000s, yeah. 2000s right? Yeah. Did you yeah. have one, too? Yeah, I had one in middle school, too. Actually, I had one up until I got the iPhone. So even later, 2009. You know, so it wasn't even, the flip phone I had wasn't even the flip phone I wanted. <laughs> it wasn't the razor. It wasn't the razor. Yeah, I wanted the razor and I got razor. an LG. Uh. Yeah. I think mine wasn't even a flip phone. Or it could it, it depends on the case, like you could take the case off. And it could be just a regular like oh, phone or if you put the there's a case that it would have that you would flip open. So you have the option. Then, then I, I thought it was back, really weird. Uh, but I like the messenger ones, because the one that had the keyboard. I oh, thought that, that was so cool. Uh, I was like, we don't have to like press the button three times. To Whatever get happened to those, it just disappeared, huh? I had one for the until I got an iPhone. Blackberries kind of took over. That's when like oh, the, the Blackberry took over. The whole screen yeah started happening. Yeah, and they had like that roll on button. Yeah. Remember that? Uh-huh. Like you had to like and roll it. I think my aunt had one, and it was like she would take out the stencil. I mean, oh, yeah. they do that with the iPad now. I think. Yeah. Right? One other um actually the new yeah the new iPad has it something you can do like brush now. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Johnny has that actually. Or he, he 
he has a whole setup at his house, but because he's an he's an he's an illustrator. Artist. Yeah, <laughs> but he showed me one day, and I was like, "Wow, that's so fucking cool!" It's like he's he's drawing and he's painting, but he's using a real paintbrush on the screen. The screen that's transferring to another bigger screen, and I'm like, "This is not what I did." <laughs> when I was in art school. That's not what I learned. But it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Wow, that sounds, that sounds crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's really talented, and I imagine that a lot of people are doing that now. Like, that's the way to do it. Just yeah. like people do that with film and then with music when you're recording. Are you recording in an actual studio, or are you doing it on your own? Well, I was... I've done it both. I used to do it at a friend's house in the little corner, and then I recently started recording in Boss Studios on Market Street. Okay, right on. I think I've seen that. Is that close to here? Downtown? It's actually a ninth, more like a downtown area. Yeah, I think I've it's seen It's on that. ninth, I believe, ninth and market. What's it called again? Boss Studios. Boss Studios. And what's it like in there? You know, in there it's actually, it's not the biggest studio. Like, when you walk in there, it looks like an apartment complex. <laughs> right. And, like, I guess, like, when I talk to, to Patty, she's the engineer, the, the owner of the studio. When I walk in there, I ask, because apparently it's like, they look like, somewhere where people will live like somebody's apartment yeah. but people use it for like different kinds of offices like she uses it to be for a recording studio other people use it for other kinds of offices it's like office space yeah we work um what do you call it collaborative workspace or whatever the fuck they call it yeah it's an interesting building yeah <laughs> but i feel like they're doing that a lot in the city it's like these collaborative workspace where it's like oh one company has this part and then another company pays for another part of it yeah, well, we're pretty cramped in the city you know we got yeah <laughs> we gotta it throw them really uh, how like, does it differ from like having to record at somebody in somebody's bedroom what's what's the different major differences you think? well what i've noticed is definitely i mean i was recording when i started recording i started recording with a program called logic which mm-hmm. made the quality pretty pretty decent yeah but I guess in my in my you know in my point of view the way how it's been different for me when I go to the studio they have somebody to engineering and mixing you know they do all the all the little all the little stuff for you yeah you know in difference when you record at home then you have to cut it up do you yourself have to, you know slow down the verses speed it up add the yeah. sound effects just like anything even like at work it's nice to have like an extra set of eyes or ears yeah. because there's certain things that you're just not gonna you don't think about yeah in the moment so i think maybe that transfers over to the recording side of things to having the engineer or mixer or you know somebody and, and they're definitely good to have because you know when you don't really know the program that well you kind of have to just settle with what you know <laughs> and when you talk to them they've already been working with the program for years yeah. you tell them exactly how you imagine it and it comes out pretty pretty pretty, pretty close mm-hmm. should we listen to one more track oh uh, yeah sure i could play another one for you this time I'll work. This is actually one that I'm gonna be playing in the in the show. Right on. It's kind of fast and aggressive. Fast and aggressive. Alonso. Cash rules. Cash rules. Everything around me. Cash rules. Cash rules. Everything around me. Cash rules, cash rules, everything around me. Cash rules, cash rules, everything around me. I'm from 
forever a minority Got a couple hoes, but that's not the priority Lost in the streets, trying to achieve financial security You see money, I see a bunch of impurity Extortionist, I'm a lyrical contortionist Cash rules, cash rules Everything around me Cash rules, everything around me If only mama knew I got a free street scholarship I'm hood star quality no money, so I joined the street camp academy. I'm just part of the system. Look at me, I'm destined for prison. So you think? Check our blood. Officer has the dirtiest system. Who disagrees? Money fiend. I'm just trying to get ahead. But then again, I want to get some head. Ditching classes, loading up batteries, chasing asses. I'm hyper, you can't see my eyes through my glasses. What's there to do when time is your biggest asset? Thought you grab the Mac 10 from the closet. Cash rules, cash rules, everything around me Cash rules, everything around me Visualizing materialistic things I never had Face the mill my way, over a couple bucks Get your neck snapped back If money smells bad, I want the bad order on me Bring a dime, tell them the drinks on me Stomach's empty, I'm hoping to blow Get a decent cash flow Who bangs, the only color is green I'm looking for shade under money and trees this paper's a necessity No pics on the internet, the feds call it evidence All I got is a Christ through in 10 G's A microphone in one G Think about my situation, how pathetic it is Cash rules, cash rules Everything around me Cash rules, cash rules Everything around me We're talking about gag code and girl code. Yeah. Which one did you see? Huh? I don't. Did I see guy code? Guy code exists, right? There's, Sorry. There's another one. Um, <laughs> guy court. Have you heard of that? Does it exist? It does exist. Oh, it's okay. on MTV sometimes. It's it's called guy court. court. Oh, guy court. Yeah. It's like so like you know the same characters from you know both both shows. Yeah. They appear in court. Well, mostly the guys. They appear in court. Yeah. Apparently taking a friend to court for breaking the guy code. Right. And then they have like a it's, I don't it's, know if I've seen that one. You have to see it. It's, it's pretty funny. It, it sounds funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I'll have to watch it. But the girl code, that's how I, I mentioned it to Crystal and some other girls that I know. I was like, oh, the show's, you know, some girls from the show are going to be in North Beach. Do you want to go see them? At Cobbs, right? Yeah. And the show was pretty funny. It was pretty funny, but the guy was doing a lot of stoner references. And I don't think Asia, I don't, she's not really... Oh, you didn't get it? Yeah. No, well, she didn't just, get it. She doesn't think it was funny. I didn't see but I was cracking. <laughs> yeah. There was I, a, always thought, I thought he was funny. There was a gay guy before him that was better. I thought he was He funny. was better because he was San Francisco. Yeah, and he was he talking, was, like, about, talking about, about living in the town. Yeah. That we would all know. Yeah. Why do people always talk shit about China? They do. Why? He always talks shit. Because it's funny. I you guess. know, there was actually a video of this. Because Chinatown's funny. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to China? I have been to China. I tried to avoid Recently? Chinatown, have you been on the 30 bus? I've, the 30 or 45 bus? I've been on 30 a couple times. Yeah, yeah. he was talking about that. Not, not the bus. The chicken. I, I like the people trying to catch up to, like, the bus. The bus is like, oh, they're and they're like, ah, like freaking to out, trying to catch the bus. That's always funny. Because there's, like, one right behind it, and you don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're right, right back yeah. to back, right? Like yeah. Five yeah. Well, because they take forever. Yeah, so they have to... They know that it's going to be a lot of people waiting, so they have to have two buses to right. carry the load. Hurry the fuck up. A, a couple months ago, I was watching a video of this. You guys seen the Red Bus tours, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All over downtown. Mm -hmm. So there was this lady. I guess she's the one that 
does the tour guidance down throughout the speaker and the microphone? <gasps> the black lady who's talking about being super racist? <laughs> yeah, she about was like, it was her last day people? of work, and she started just shaming shy, It was shy like her time. last day of work, right? Yeah, she, oh was pretty, she even popped the brew. When she popped the brew, I was... Uh, I I've became a fan. That. I became a fan of you. <laughs> I wanted to take her to oh, That's how I want to quit. <laughs> no, it was really racist, though. It was, was kind of like, it, I mean, yeah, she did a little bit too much, but it was funny. Yeah. Can't it was funny because you're just... Because the audience was like a German... Like, it was like a German group, right? Yeah, like, yeah. they didn't even understand what she was saying. Which is just, like, saying all these things, like, out loud. Because it's outside. I can hear them sometimes. I'm but like, she was definitely God. talking her heart and soul out in that. Yeah, she was. She really hates Chinatown. And she's the tour guide. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, actually. It's, it's not the right uh, occupation for her. Do, do you guys have a favorite neighborhood but she was in the city? What? Do you guys have a favorite neighborhood in the city? I have a favorite neighborhood? The Mission? <laughs> Yeah, I like Mission. Did you say don't lie to me? We like Mission because... I like Mission because it reminds me of home. It reminds me of TJ a little bit. Oh, you, you're from TJ. Huh? You're from TJ? I grew up in TJ, oh, yeah. In How is TJ? You know, I never had the chance to be to TJ. Tell me uh, about it's, <laughs> It smells like a fart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, it's, it's, it's really beautiful, but um, it, you also... It's really beautiful if you look for, at the right places, like Rosarito's really beautiful and oh uh, the coast is really beautiful Playas of Tijuana are really beautiful um, El Toreo de Tijuana is beautiful too because it's like it's so when have you ever thought of looking for a bull pin like, like where bullfights take place like that doesn't cross your mind you know and then you're like that actually happens in Mexican culture that's part of their culture and it's actually, they don't do it as often anymore because a lot of people protest and it is pretty horrible. <laughs> I know, man, they're stopping the, the rooster for the cockfights. The cockfights, too, yeah, it's the same thing. But bulls is like even more because they're so big and they're, it's such, and they have cockfights and bullfights and, you know, you have, they have the clowns and the shows and stuff like that. A circus. Yeah, it's like a whole circus type thing, yeah. That's what it sounds it's kind of like. like a Spanish circus and um but then there's also the poverty of it because there's so many Uh people who come from all over mexico to tj so they can work in san diego you know or in la and they it's getting so populated that people um have started to live in cardboard boxes because the weather is not that bad so you can sleep outside not you know not even think about it twice but it's um getting where uh it's becoming more violent over space and, and it's becoming more violent over drugs and over um, <laughs> money, basically. Money, like, yeah. if it looks like you have money, then there's this huge chance that you might get kidnapped. That's crazy. So I don't really go there often. I only go there for Christmas, and that's really the only time I really want to go because the food's amazing. <laughs> um, but, um, but I do miss it. I, and that's why I love the mission so much because it's like it's like I being downtown it. TJ. <laughs> yeah, except downtown TJ would be like really smelly, and the drain would be outside in the streets, and there would be more buses everywhere, and you know, little abuelitas with their plastic bags and stuff. Like <laughs> there was a neighborhood in New York that reminded me a lot of the mission. Really? Which, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was Jamaica Queens. Maybe was it in Brooklyn? There are some places in Brooklyn that were. No, it was like this. Like it was like. Kind of, I kind of like, kind of look like the mission. They have the little stands outside, people selling yeah. food. But on top, there's like this big rail track, like where the train passes by on top. Yeah, oh, I think wow. you were thinking of. It could be in Queens, but I felt like Brooklyn had some little pockets that were like, you know, walking mission. down Mission Street with the, you know, the dollar store yeah. and the, uh, like you were saying, people with the food carts, the halal carts. And I was like, oh, I could 
I could live here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it was just more, it was more like a community feel rather than being in Manhattan where it's like downtown, like the hustle and bustling. It was like, oh, this is like relaxing. Like I know these people live here and there's families and there's, you know, there's young people, there's like a, a nightlife. I think it was Brooklyn, but... I mean, it's there's so much going on there, right? It's like yeah, depending it's like where you are. Were you visiting or? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to see how it was in the East Coast, so I went cool. out there. By yourself? I went with some friends. Oh, we went okay. out there. Awesome. It was definitely a fun experience. Are you is it really expensive? <laughs> um, kinda, kinda yeah. depends on the places you hang out. Yeah. It could get really expensive. There was just one day that it started raining, so <laughs> we couldn't go out. That we couldn't really. Why? It was just raining. I got my socks wet. It You're was like midnight. I was like, I'm calling it a night. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Um, would you ever go back? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely go back. But this time I feel like I will stay in, in Manhattan. That's what I this keep telling everyone. It's like, I mean, it's nice to stay for free. <laughs> but it's it feels like you can do a lot more yeah, if more you're staying. Like in the, especially if you don't know anybody. You know, you can definitely hang out in the local bars, local restaurants. and probably meet somebody then. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to meet an East Coast girl? Um, you know, I'm like all kinds of girls. Wherever I meet them, I don't really care. That's good. It's a different it's a different mentality yeah. over there, I think. They just kind of put it out there, right? They yeah. don't really hold back, like in California. We hold back? Well, you yeah. know, I didn't I haven't really had you know, I didn't get a chance to meet a lot of East Coast girls. But next I don't know, time. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that if they hold back or not. <laughs> yeah, get back to us when, um, after yeah. your next trip. So that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, I went there in in April and I had a really good time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll def. I, I keep thinking when I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I didn't hit a block party, but I hear they get they get really cool. Oh really? In yeah. Brooklyn or? I had somewhere in Jamaica, Queens. I heard. Oh okay. They didn't make it because it was raining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a party that day that I was telling you that it was raining because all we heard was a whole bunch of Jamaican music next door. I wish I was there. Just right here. Yeah, just right here. You see, people still making noise. So, were you staying closer, like to the airport almost? Because Jamaica's like closer yeah, to the airport. Yeah, I think we were like twenty minutes, thirty minutes away from the airport. Oh, okay. Because I was staying closer to LaGuardia, whereas Jamaica is closer to JFK. JFK yeah. You know what kind of like scared me in Brooklyn? <laughs> what? That every corner store is, is the same. Yeah, they look. It starts to look the same. Yeah, it kind of made me feel like I was in some every Twilight Zone kind of thing. Yeah, every corner store they have the same sign. Oh. They sell the same things. Yeah, even though it's not necessarily like. Is that what they call things. a bodega? Is that what mm-hmm. they call it? I, I don't bodega. know if they call it bodegas. No. No. I think it was like. Some kind of like. Some local. Trench store. Like liquor store that just went locally big, I guess. <laughs> But it was Maybe like one person owns them, owns them all. And Maybe, because like, they all had the same sign. They all said the same thing. Also, they, sometimes the people that weren't, they all looked the same. So. Did you wow. notice that there were a lot of Dunkin' Donuts and how evil yeah, that was? there is a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> that was crazy, too. I've never had Dunkin' Donuts. I know, and it was really good. And I was like, I can't resist this. Yeah, you definitely can't pass by a Dunkin' Donuts without getting in. <laughs> you definitely catch yourself in a dungeon. Maybe I've never seen one. It's the truth. I think they're trying to open. Is there one over here? They have one in LA. They're, so my friend loves Dunkin' Donuts and he checks it every so often. It's <laughs> no bar. And he's like, it's opening next year in also, downtown San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. 
And then also McDonald's is having their breakfast 24 7 now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to compete with Jack in the Box, I, probably. I don't know. <laughs> Jack in the Box has breakfast 24 7. I don't know if they have it 24 7. Do they? I They're don't open 24 7. I don't think so. They might. I don't know. You know what? There's not bad breakfast yet. It's going to be weird coming from me, but Starbucks. A bad breakfast? No, actually, a pretty good breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. isn't bad, yeah. yeah I've never had their breakfast. I mean, they have little sandwiches. It always like, pisses me off because it's so full, so I'm just like, fuck. I know. So people, people don't get out of there. No. Too many people. Especially yeah. now and they have in all the, the mornings. Especially. The fall flavors now, like the pumpkin, oh, the pumpkin spice pie. and then the egg, my eggnog latte. They have eggnog yeah. latte. They're going to have they it soon. Good. I don't know if they have it yet. It's so good. If you've never tried it, please try it. I think I, my last ever, like, it's so that bad I bought for there you. Was, uh, Is it really the maple one? They have a lot of calories oh, in those drinks. Yeah. Just What's it called? Yet. It's the. Um, it's like hazelnut. That was oh. Hazelnut. Yeah. Was it good? No. Oh, okay. After some I, of them weren't good. No. The hot chocolate wasn't good. I've yeah. Had that before it tasted. How do you fuck up? Chocolate. Chocolate. It just wasn't smooth. Do you Maybe know what I mean? yeah. So I feel like some places make hot chocolate with water, and it's like they, you're do, yeah. they put the Hershey's little. little they Hershey's put the powder chocolate. and then they put hot water instead of hot. It's because they're not using la abuelita. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some, some real good stuff. I think was it you who wanted me to make you some Mexican hot chocolate? Yeah. Sure. Oh, Are you gonna come over? Somebody else. I can get you it can from come over to my house. You don't. Cafe La Taza has. Oh yeah. Do you think the cafes here sell it? Maybe. You don't I go to the coffee never, shops here? Actually, La Taza. La Taza sells it? Yeah. I've actually never been one where they sell it with La Bolita brand. Uh, Most of the ones I know they sell the Hershey brand. Uh, they always use the Hershey true. chocolate. That's Because yeah. La has, it's not as sweet and it's, it's supposed to be, I don't think it's spicy though. Nah, it's kind of, it's kind of a new, it's not too chocolatey, it's not too milky. You know? It's more cinnamony. Yeah, it's more cinnamon. cinnamon? Smooth. But it's not spicy. People are like, it's spicy, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's called get a fucking taste. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so bland. Try something different. Yeah. Yeah, I have my pumpkin spice coffee, mate. I'm really happy. Oh, yeah. Those are good. It's good. Do you like pumpkin, though? A lot of people don't like it. You don't. Do you like I like it? pumpkin. You like pumpkin. I mean, I had a pumpkin ca- pumpkin pie before, and I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. People... I like mean, once before. You've had once. it once. I already had pumpkin, like, a couple times in my life. <laughs> Maybe you'll love it. Yeah. I like it. It's very filling. It has... Pumpkin? It's good. I feel it, like pecan is more filling. Pecan's more filling. Yeah. All those nuts. Let's go for <laughs> some pumpkin pie, guys. <laughs> Let's do it. That's coming up in a few months. <laughs> we already had a yeah, we're done. Maybe next time. What's your favorite burrito place since you live in the mission? Ah, there we go. Let's you know one. what? It's actually very, very devastating talking about this to right now because Aww. my favorite burrito place, Close I don't know guys, it was the building that burned down that was next to the Popeyes. Oh, it was called Alteña. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yellow there. one? Yeah. The one that had the right yellow there. sign? I never, ever been there, there, but I always passed by it. It. It, was, it. was. Are my they going to find a new spot or no? Oh, I know they have a couple open up. They have another one on 30th and Mission. Oh, okay. But it, I don't know. It was not, it was not the same. that spot. It was right not there. the same as that yeah. spot. Had yeah. that, you know, they made their food. And what shit. happened to the Popeyes? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, they don't have any plans on reopening it. Every time, we've never stopped by there, but every time we pass by there, we're like, ah, oh, it, it smells, smells so good. good. Well, they have two closer to, like, the Fillmore yeah, division yeah. area, but it's far And they always there. had a line there on Tuesdays. It was like... Right there. Well, they had a taco Tuesday. Chicken, or, uh, I don't know. They had like Popeyes t- had deals on Tuesdays, so they Pop- popcorn chicken. 
I used to, when I worked in Oakland, that's all I would eat for lunch is Popeyes. <laughs> I only had Popeyes once, and it, oh, I didn't get to try their macaroni and cheese. Do they have it? I think they're supposed to, right? I don't know. But I would always get, like, the chicken strips, the fries, and the... Oh, and then it came with the biscuit, right? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so it's a perfect munchie meal. Yeah. Oh. We just tried La Taqueria the other day. That How was that? so good. It's almost, almost as good as TJ. It's, uh, it's almost as good as San Diego. The closest is San Diego, yeah. Those tacos are huge. They were so good. The tacos? I mean, if you get the... Okay, because you know, like, Mexican tacos, they're not big, right? Yeah, they're the small little tacos. Yeah, so you could order the super ones, and they'll put a shit ton of stuff in it. But if you just order the regular ones, it's, like, straight up, like, like it's supposed to be. And then it reminds me of, it reminds me a little bit of home. Yeah, maybe. It's more San Diego tacos than TJ tacos, because TJ is authentic Mexican tacos. What's the difference between San Diego and TJ? They're just a little bigger, and their tortilla is not homemade. Um, the tortillas course, are homemade in Mexico. American way. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the hot dogs in San Diego? The hot dogs where? Oh, the t- when we're drunk. The <laughs> well, that's when <laughs> they you taste amazing go. when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any hot dog. Oh, They're like five dollars though. Those hot dogs. In the street? Really? Yeah, those street hot dogs. I've never had one. You never I'm had scared. One? Why? Because. I don't know. Just a little bit of diarrhea. I think I've had just one. Just a little bit. <laughs> It'll go right through you. <laughs> there is one outside of Ruby Sky. Actually, I haven't seen it recently. I mean, there's one whenever there's a crowd of people. Yeah. I'll smell it. Yeah, like the bacon trying. and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it smells amazing. When I I'd rather get a corn. I'd rather get an elote than a hot dog. And every time I pass by, then I'm like, oh, yeah, so tempted. But we, we just had, like, a burrito or something. Yeah. We always just have burritos here. <laughs> me want, me want. Yeah. And then the pastries. I always want to go to the, the pastry shops, too, around The Mexican? Here. The Mexican pastry shops. Yeah. Because those cookies, they don't fuck around. <laughs> they're fucking amazing. They're as big as your face. Exactly. Yeah. I will pay money for this. <laughs> it's only, like, two bucks. Like, the fresh me, like, I don't know if you guys ever had conchas. The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those like fresh of the oven are amazing. That's so good. I I don't think I've ever really. Would you recommend like a a bandulce spot here? And I mean, the closest one where I had Britain and noticed is pretty good would be the twenty four, the one on twenty fourth in Alabama. Okay. That was pretty good. I also have Joey's. Joey, it's another like panaderia. Yeah. On twenty first and Folsom. Mm, I actually okay. know the owner. His name's Joey. I think the place is called Joey and Pat's. His name after oh, him and his wife. Really it's, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool spot. But they're more like they're not really Mexican style. They're more Italian style bread. Oh, I don't think it's open anymore. No, not open. Oh, is it the coffee? Sh- it looks like the coffee. It's shop. right in front of the co- the coin laundry. It's not there anymore. Oh. I was just there this morning. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's morning. closed when we walk. What time do you guys pass by? Six. I mean, five thirty. Yeah, I guess the right. Because Yopa's really early. But it was something else, right? Back Before? then, there used to be a sandwich spot. They used to sell tortas back yeah. then. No. And then I don't know what happens. They sold the spot again. Because we pass by there every day, and then I'm like, oh, they finally closed down the bakery. A lot of places closed when we walk by. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's after hours or something. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. As, if it's mom and pop, they're probably closed really early. Yeah, mom's probably. I think they close around because I know Joey. He stays because when I go to work, I see him. I go to work. I start at six thirty sometimes. Oh yeah. And I see him right there, like he got the shop open. He's yeah. Ready, selling bread. Yeah. Straight grinding. Mm. Does he have um, usually uh, panaderias? They have like a, what do they call the oh my god the birote and it has like the cheese and the beans. Maybe. Do you know Maybe. what I'm talking about though? 
I don't. Okay. You know what a bilote is, right? It's, it sounds good, though. Bilote? Bilote. You know what that I, is? I'm, in my head, I'm picturing the, um, you know, the one that has raisins and... Like, I'm, I'm picturing capirotada in my head, that's what yeah, I'm picturing. No. But it's just bread. I'll eat it. It's just the bread that's shaped, like, and it has, like, two hard edges. You know what I mean? It's, Sounds like, like really fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat it. No questions asked. It sounds delicious. good, though. I definitely gotta, like, gotta check that out. Tell Joe, Joey? Joey. Bilote? Ask him what it is. Bilote. 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 Should listen to one more song to end the show. Let's listen to one more song. Uh, wow. Yeah, sure. Let me put a, another one on for you guys. Ooh. And I guess, will we be here next week? Yeah. That's the plan. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yep. Fingers crossed somebody will want to do an interview. Just kidding. Somebody <laughs> will be, be doing some kind of creative project that they want us to know about. Possibly dead cat hat. That's what they're called. Oh my god, I think I just saw. They have them? a CD oh, yeah. out there. He told me that it's here. They've been here before? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I was like, that's a really interesting band name. Yeah, dead cat hat. And then another project, an uh, indie rock band based in Oakland called Sayers. They're interested in stopping by as well. They sound a bit like Modest Mouse, Nirvana, and Dr. Dog. Okay. So, so indie. Be interesting <laughs> they should just say indie and that's it <laughs> and then um, the other band I was telling you about um, where the lead singer sounds like Alabama Shakes they're called Electric Strawberry so there's cool. a couple things in the works finally alright well it goes a third song alright it's third or second yeah third, third, third. third. Uh-huh. alright this one's called Diablo 30 right. second I'll let you decide why it's called like that <laughs> Everybody got dead homies. I'm a dead homie. 
said me The people I used to know I'll never see My name ain't Pancho Look me up I'm the neighborhood Sancho Your girl tells me about you While she sucks me up That's gotcho But it's life though Trust these hoes boy As much as you trust your homeboys Cause I wanna motherfucking smoke till I can no more Till I can't walk no more Till I'm so high time and real no more I love it Get me more and more I made it 10 G's Stack them all in my Chrysler Fake social security Next to my fake ID Why I live like this Chingao Sigo indocumentado I'ma put it down for the homeboys que van caminando De lado a lado Honestly Time is killing Back in the mission I became a citizen But the law calls it piracy Normally, I never panic Unless I hear sirens cause I ain't got no license Sorry you majesty Here's 250 for catching me Come on, keep your eyes off of me These cops are like That one girl who says she wouldn't fuck with me Just 10 minutes alone She wants to blow my brains out of me But it's life, homie Urban sounds. <laughs> Fuck the rest of your life. Yeah, it's it's rap battles are interesting, especially where I w I went. It was like Fillmore, not Fillmore. Yoshi's, but there was like was another. Was it south of there? There's another venue next to uh, where Yoshi's used to be in the Fillmore. There's another venue next to it. It's like a club. It's like a. It's almost like a restaurant. It's not the boomer room? No, not the boomer room. It's near Yoshi's. Yeah. It's, I mean, Yoshi's it's like on the other side room. of the boomer room, like right by Yoshi's. Whatever it's called, it's, it has a it has a blue. It's not Yoshi's, oh, but it has like a it blue. Oh, is it like a jazz club? Yeah, it's like a jazz club. Oh, I think we've seen. And I've then seen behind it. the jazz club, be behind the swankiness Whoa, of the restaurant, the there's a stage that looks like, uh, like a gym almost. It looks mm -hmm. like everything's brick, and that's where they had the rap battle and that's where all the it's like they divided between swank and like the opposite of swank <laughs> the uh, other side yeah. so it was really interesting and um, like I said they, the people who were promoting it knew what they were doing basically and I guess but I, I didn't think it was fair for the people who like wanted to uh, do the rap battle like pro appropriately like actually go like back and forth to, oh, to like to the winner the like it was basically like They had people rap battle, and then, like... The crowd will decide, or what? Yeah, like, the crowd decided, but it was, like... I don't know, like, people weren't really into it, and they weren't really, like... Paying attention. Paying attention until the last two uh, rap... You know, the last two rap groups. Because it was a group, it wasn't even, like... Oh, it was a group, it wasn't, like, a one-on-one. Yeah. Like, the... Because I remember the last two was a group. It was, like... And it was really awkward, because it was, like, two black guys with, and against two white guys. <laughs> and it was, like... Of course. Where's Eminem? Yeah. I don't think they were... I mean, they might have been mixed. I think the, uh, one of them was Latino. Um, were they good, though? Were they good at it? Yeah, they were good. They were good. And there was, everybody was really drunk. and <laughs> <laughs> It was really fun. That's how it usually goes down. Yeah, but I just thought, like, that could have been arranged a little better. And I was like, this is not how a battle goes down, but okay. <laughs> not to change the subject. I don't think I've ever been to one of those. Because have you guys ever been to a drum and bass performance no but you have it's one of the worst experiences <laughs> of my life Wait, like the drum like the ones they do in the high school before the high school football game no or? this is like electro drum and bass like oh, really fucking repetitive oh, and fucking man. loud as fuck 
Sounds like a bad trip. Yeah, it was really bad. I had to leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I wasn't tripping enough to be in the crowd, I guess. I, I was invited one time to, uh, I don't even know if you guys know, but there's like a little frat house on 20th and Mission. Mm-hmm. It's like between 20th and Cap. Like okay. This, oh, okay. This, okay. It, it, you know where the, the T-Mobile used to be at? Yeah, I think right I've behind, the, right behind this like a little frat house going on, and I got invited there to a party once. And I thought, you know, I thought it'd be cool, you know, they have some like K-pop or something. All they were playing was house music. Oh, okay. All they were playing. Yeah, we can't stand I it. Couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> there are certain tolerations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My coworkers just went to his sad. I don't know, like a DJ. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he is. Temple, but that's Temple all they talk about, huh? Temple nightclub. No, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like that. But um, that's all they want to talk about. And I'm like, you guys sound so lame. Like, oh, I was rolling so hard last night. Like my jaw hurts. And I was like, oh my gosh, shut up. <laughs> I was like, that's that's not. I don't know. It's just not something I'm into, and it's really hard to relate to because they're a little younger too. But you gotta really, really, really intoxicated to enjoy those kind of places, right? Yeah, and I'm sure they were. I'm sure that's what they do the whole time they're there. But it's all about the money. I don't really like. I, I don't like to get super smashed because I actually like to enjoy the music, and I feel like when I I'm super drunk, I get really distracted. Mm. Right, like oh fuck, I'm. Drunk. Or you yeah. f- start to fall asleep. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what happens that's, to me. That's the worst one. I'm like, that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> time to stay awake. One time I was I was really 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 intoxicated in a nightclub. I remember when I looked at my clock on my phone, it was maybe midnight, like 12.30. And I remember I went to go stand there. I, I had some friends that were at the dance floor. And I don't know, I just got up and I was like, I'm going to hang out with these folks on the dance floor. And I remember I went up there and I looked down. And in my head, it was like like a 30-second like, kind of yeah. And then when I remember when I looked up, the, the dance floor was halfway empty. And I'm like, how, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> I just got up here, like, how is it halfway empty? And there was another friend that came, another one of my coworkers, and she's there just sitting at one of the tables just looking at me like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> so I go up to her you? and I'm like hey, where everybody where's everybody and like dude you were standing there looking at the floor for like 30 minutes 40 minutes <laughs> that's how it, that's, yeah that's how it is that's crazy that's hilarious time passes yeah oh yeah it really flies by we were talking about that earlier it's a scary scary thing well thanks again for stopping on by no problem. Thank you for inviting me. Hopefully, it was an enjoyable experience. It was. It was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And um, you asked a lot of good questions, and we really like that. that yeah. <laughs> it's very thought provoking. It's usually where I'm halfway drunk, trying to figure out what to ask, and Crystal has to babysit me through the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Not always. Sometimes. Not today. Yeah. Maybe next well, week. Well, next time maybe we can all get drunk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Get some Coronas. Hey. <laughs> Drink some tequila. There you go. Yeah. Now we're talking. We have like, some. Seems like you're ready for your Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. You. We had some good tequila that one time, at the Fillmore. It was oh, expensive yeah. though, right? Himadoras. Yeah. Himadoras. Yeah, but it was like eleven dollars a shot or something. Oh, That's how much shit. you should go for? Like ten dollars for the Patron. Maybe it was more than that. I don't know, it but. It was expensive. But it, that's all we needed. Yeah. Yeah. We shared it. Was it just one shot? No. I mean, each. Yeah, we. Oh, wait, I got my own? Yeah. She don't even remember. It must have been really good. Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny had some too, right? No, he had a, he had a dark and stormy. Oh, he had a dark and stormy. Oh, he was with it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's always with us. He likes the whiskey. Yeah. That's his favorite drink. 
He just had his birthday. Happy birthday, Johnny. And he went to, he went to Greece. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear about his trip. Because <laughs> I've never been to Greece, but one day there. Yeah. One day. Yeah, for sure. It's on my to-do list. I guess there's no per- there's no eight o'clock madness. Maybe there is, but we're just oh. taking over. Taking over the spot. <laughs> we're taking over. <laughs> this is our spot anyway. Anything to say before we? Oh, I just want to say thank you very much for having me. You thank know, you. Was, it was a dope experience. Um, hopefully, I'll see you guys in the show. You yeah, October thirteenth at the Brick and Mortar. Don't wearing, forget. Uh, for the I'm gonna be there wearing uh, Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> yeah, and we won't be offended. <laughs> I the, hope not. The Born Mad Tour. The Born Mad Tour, yes. Double mad. D. Double D. It's like Madhouse. <laughs> All right, and as for us, we will be here next week. Uh, hopefully, with some guests. Yep. And uh, have a good night. <laughs>